0: One of the biggest lies ever told, in my opinion, is if it's meant to happen, it will happen. And I think that so many people have gone into life and gone into their lives and the world thinking, well, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. If this relationship is meant to work out, then it's just going to happen. If this job is meant to work out, then it's just going to happen. If, 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 if this is truly what God wants for me in, in my life, then it's just going to work out. The fact of the matter is most of us are lazy. Most of us don't want to put in the work. Most of us don't want to plant the seeds, but we want to reap the harvest. We don't want to lay the foundation, but we want to live in a beautiful home. We don't want to or. Yeah, we don't want to raise our children, but we want our children to take care of us when we find ourselves declining in age. If it's meant to happen, it will happen, is one of the biggest lies ever. And here's why. Nothing is really meant to happen. I mean, you could argue that God has a plan for our lives and that his plan supersedes everything. So if we just stick with God's will, then his plan is just going to osmotically, I guess, oppose itself into our lives. You could argue that. You could also argue that because God loves us so much, he's going to make things happen for our good, regardless of whether or not we put in the work, because he loves us and because it's our plan, his plan for our lives and because God is, is always orchestrating and always working and always trying to make everything happen for our good, right? Well, yeah, that's right. But what's also right is that if we don't do anything, then nothing is going to happen. You know, I think it's I think it's beautiful to trust God and believe that he's going to deliver and move in miraculous ways. I mean, I love seeing faith like that. But I think that oftentimes when it comes to trust, we forget what is, in my opinion, the most important element of trust, and that is relationship. Have you ever tried to trust someone that you don't know? I mean, it's almost impossible. When... For example, we take our car to the mechanic. We trust that he's going to fix our car for the price we're paying him because we have a previous relationship. You know, when you hire someone to watch your children, you trust that this person is going to take care of your children, whether because of you trust the recommendation that was given to you or their resume, or maybe you have a pre-existing relationship with that person. When your friend tells you they're going to do something for you or come through in a very important matter, you trust that they're going to do it because they're your friend, right? Or when your parent says that they're going to do something, you trust that they're going to do it because that's your mother or that's your father. Most of us like to exercise this idea of faith in God but and this idea of trusting Him, but we don't really know Him. So it's, it's literally impossible for us to trust Him. Because... A very important element of trust when it comes to a relationship with God is being able to discern when he's telling you to move and when he's telling you to be still. I think oftentimes when we think of trust, we think of it as synonymous with waiting. I'm going to trust him and I'm just going to sit down and do nothing while he works. Whereas in my experience, and this is just my experience, trusting God has always been more of of an action. Where, yes, you may be waiting, but you're waiting actively. And when God tells you that it's done waiting and it's time to move, you move. But it's pretty much impossible for you to discern when God is telling you to do something if you don't even know what His voice sounds like. And it's impossible for you to know what His voice sounds like if you don't know Him. So, first things first, we have, there is no trust without relationship. Especially when it comes to God, because... Trusting God is an active process. It's not something where you sit around waiting and doing nothing. It's waiting actively. The second reason I think that this is a big lie, the whole, if it's meant to be, it'll be mindset, if you will, if that's what you wanna call it. The second reason I believe this is a lie is, is a lot more personal, and it's because, fundamentally speaking, we all have the freedom to choose. We have the freedom to choose as to whether or not we are going to apply ourselves or we are going to be lazy. We have the freedom to choose whether or not we are going to wake up and see the beauty and the good in our boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, or see the ugly or the bad in our boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. We have the opportunity to choose every morning, every day, every minute of every second, whether or not we are going to take the good and leave the bad and work as hard as we can or whether or not we're going to focus on the bad and decide that because life is just so terrible, we're just going to give up. At the end of the day, we all have the ability to determine what our lives look like in the grand scheme of things because we all have the freedom to choose. And when we choose to stop making decisions in the name of fate or whatever will happen will happen, we are still very consciously making a decision. So don't be fooled. What's meant to happen can happen if you pray about it and work for it. But in the same way, what is not meant to happen or what shouldn't be happening very well may happen as well if you make the wrong decisions in life and if you don't do what you're supposed to do. Because at the end of the day, you know, life isn't some predestined path that we're all walking on that we're just going to be guided onto no matter what decisions we make. At the end of the day, We are all, each and every one of us, one decision away from a completely different life.